Well, I'll tell you what. I want to start out by saying God loves his children. Amen. amen. And everybody said amen. I mean, God loves his children. You don't have to look too far to find out how much God loves us. And God wants the whole world to know that he's the one true God. That's what the capital G is, man. And so, you know, the Lord uses a lot of different things in our life and bear witness to himself, um, you know, to open our hearts and open our eyes and our minds to what he's doing. And one of the greatest ways he does that to, to bring other people in is through your life and my life, amen? We, we can be and should be that mirror of Christ. And so as we walk side by side in this world, uh, there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus, amen? You know, she mentioned about hospital visits and, and funerals. I, I think this year I have been to the hospital and, and done more funerals than any other time in 15 years of ministry. And I tell you what, uh, sometimes that's a little rough, man. You know, because you, you, you're looking, I was telling them today, and we're sharing, you're, you're looking into to the window of somebody's life, and they're so gracious enough to open that window or open that door and let you be a part of that. And it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge privilege. But, you know, you can take that home with you, too, if you're not careful, you know. And so with that, I always ask the Lord, help me balance this thing, because, wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. And he says, well, why don't you let me carry it? And I said, you know what? That's, what, that's what we need to do. But when you're exposed to a lot of different things, I was, I was talking to Debbie Grayson out there today. And I said, I was just sitting there and looking. I, I'm a picture guy. This is not in the notes. It's just what we were sharing today. And I said, you know what, Debbie? And Grayson was sitting there. I said, look at his block. I said, everybody's got their own little space. And I said, but as our lives impact other lives, we look at other spaces. We look at other things. We're involved in other stuff. And let me tell you, you and me can be that mirror Christ in those windows. We can be that reflection of God to the folks that are going through different things. And so the title of our message is Side by Side. I'm going to talk about how we can impact that circle around us with our lives. Amen. So how do we do that? How do we reveal his love? How do we relate his forgiveness and reflect his grace to others along the way? I want to take a look at this here. I like what the psalmist says. If you got your Bibles with you today, Psalm 71. Verse 15, and I, I use the New Living Translation. I hope you guys can see that. I think Tom just got it on the handouts as well. And he says, I will tell everyone about your righteousness. All day long, I will proclaim your saving power. And then he throws this in here. Though I am not skilled with words. And I know, you know, that's what I feel like so many times. Does anybody else feel like that sometimes? When I go to the hospital and somebody's going through something, I don't know if I'm going to always have the words. I know Buddy's not, but I know God is. So I'm listening and I'm thinking and I'm praying all the time, Lord. And you know what? Sometimes I don't say anything. Sometimes I just listen. But I know that God's always listening and God's always speaking. The question is, are we listening to what he's speaking? Amen. And I wrote this down here. I said, you know, do we ever feel like this? I said, you love the Lord. You're grateful for, uh, for what he's done. You've experienced the saving power, but you just feel like you just don't have the words to share. If that's you today, I pray that this message encourages us. Um, not so much on what to say, you know, being politically correct, but having your heart and mind open to what God's doing so we can be that vessel in that. As we walk side by side with folks. And, and I love this, you know, just like I said, I, this just kept ringing around in my mind. Going, I'm not skilled with words. Was Moses skilled with words? Absolutely not. You know? 
a lot of times, you know, and I, I don't get into a whole lot of political stuff and things like that, but you know what, we, we got voting coming up and stuff like that. And you know, somebody can talk real pretty and somebody can say this and everything else, but, but you know what? I know for me, I want to see how does it line up with what God's saying? How does their life line up with God's saying? How does my life line up with what God's saying? And guess what? When I look at that, the truth of the matter is a lot of times I got to make some adjustments, ain't that? Got to make some course corrections. But God says, come on back, ain't that? So that's what I want us to see today. So I said, today let's look at the power and love that the Lord has placed in each believer to declare his goodness. Everybody ready to say amen? We're jumping in. All right. Make sure you got your sheets. Got a lot of good places to write notes. And uh, I think we're going we're gonna to be blessed by this message. The first thing when I was spending time with the Lord and he gave me these three keys, reveal, relate, and reflect. I started out with this one, reveal. And, and I thought, well, how did God reveal himself to you? What's your story? Everybody has a story to share. Amen. And I want you to hear this. Everybody's story is important. I want to say that again. Everybody's story is important. I might have shared this with you one time. I had a good buddy. We were doing a lot of ministry things together. And this guy, man, knew the Lord. He was he was on fire for the Lord and everything. And we went to this one place. And I remember the guy, I, I just blew me away because I was just getting into ministry. Young guy, man, spiky hair, everything else, man. You would not picture him because we always say, somebody's going to look just like this, do like this. Well, guess what? Look what you guys got, right? Got to use anybody. I want you to know that. So I'm going, and we were playing some music. And this guy walked up to me and says, hey, Grandma, Buddy Craig, he says, uh, Hey, I need you to do a message uh, when they go on break. And I thought, if he would have told me that at that time in my life, I would have just went, what? <laughs> he didn't give me no notice. He said, no problem. And man, I remember what he preached on. I remember that to this day. He had told me, he said, when he was a little boy, he said his dad had told him a story. Man, he said his dad had told him a story about this husband and wife. And I think they were on a boat. I might have it a little out of whack, but you're going to get the gist out of it. And he said, the boat was going down. And I don't know, either one of them were great swimmers or the husband was a good swimmer and the wife couldn't swim or whatever. And he says, you know what? He said, don't worry, baby. We're going, we're going to do this thing together. And the man tied the, his belt around him and his wife's arm. Well, they didn't make it. But what they did, they stayed together. See, a lot of times... We, we feel like, man, I, I don't know if I'm making, but you know what? When I thought more about that story, his whole story was just like this. His story, the, the, the nuts and bolts of that story is just like when we're the bride of Christ. God's going to take us with us. He's going to hold on to the end. He's not letting go. And even whether we make it through this right here, because we go through some tough times here. When we come out on the other end, we come out on that shore. Guess what? Even though if this body's still a little ratty and everything else, or with the, the physical stuff that we're going here, we are secure in him. To be brought home to our spiritual destination. And that was the whole message. And I thought, wow. And then I went to get in my car. And I look. And my buddy's in his car and he's doing this thing. Start my car. He's doing this thing. I was like, tap, tap. And I look, man, he was just, boom. Overwhelmed. I said, man, open that car door. Boom, got in there. I said, what's going on? He says, man, you know I know the Lord. He said, I don't even know, I don't even remember not knowing the Lord. He said, I grew up in church. He said, but everybody's got this killer testimony. That's what he said. He says, I really don't have a testimony. It wasn't like I was, you know, car carrying on and doing this and God showed up and everything else. And all this. And all, you know, so he felt like his story 
didn't matter. He had just touched everybody in the room with it. I mean, this has been almost 18 years ago. I know that story. God used him in a mighty way, right? But he was worried about, didn't think his story was important. His story was important. And I remember what the Lord gave me to say. I, I, I know it was him because I wouldn't even have thought about this. He says, yeah, everybody's been through all this stuff and all this mess. And then God comes in and bails them out and they got this great testimony. I said, well, brother, I don't think you got to go through hell just to get to heaven. Amen. And he started laughing. He said, I guess you're right. See, a lot of times we think, you know, man, my story is not as important as this guy. My, my story is it doesn't make an impact on a life like this person's. Let me tell you, if it's your story and God's done something in your life, share that with somebody. Amen. Because you just don't know. How it's going to impact somebody's life. So, you know, I, I just, that ain't even in the notes. That's for free, all right? So, I, I just think about that. And, you know, when we think about the Lord being the lover of our souls and, and how much He loves us and how He knows it all, He knows everything. You know, there's if you ever walk along in your life and things are going pretty good and you go, wow, okay, yeah, I know God's with me. And then, boom. And we go, where's He at? Right? Let's just be honest. We go, where in the world is He at? And the water's coming in. The Lord, this is, you know, this is tough, whether it's financial, physical, or whatever like that, a marital situation, any of those things, wow. And so I go back to my question, how did God reveal himself to you? Well, if you ever can't find that, that place, you can always find a place right there at the cross. That's how he reveals himself to us, amen, through Jesus Christ, right? We'll keep on going. How does he reveal his love to us? Well, you know what? We could preach on that all day long because there it is right there again, the cross. And I said, the answer would take all day, but the first thing that comes to mind is the cross, the great sacrifice of giving himself. What is the next thing love does? I, I talk about this a lot of times. What I think, love does what? It gives. For God so loved the world, he gave. When you love your children, you give. You give your time. You give your energy. You give your nurturing, whatever it is, because you pour in to what you believe in. Amen? You pour into what you believe in. And so what, what is going on in our life? Are we allowing God to pour into our life so that we can pour more into our So I talked about giving of ourself. And this is, this is going to be an interesting message because I pray that it stretches us and kind of pricks your heart. And my next part of that was, I said, so how much of yourself do you give? Now, a lot of times, as soon as somebody says give, and they think about money. I'm not even talking about that. That might be a part of it. I don't know what God's telling you. But I want you to think about how much do you, you give? You know, and I said, read what you wrote here, buddy. So I'm going to read what the Lord gave me. I said, first, how much of yourself do you give to God? Are you all in or just on the sidelines for Christ? Yes, you're saved. You believe. But is your focus the same as his? Wanting all people to know the one true God. I'm going to give you. Can, can I share a story with you? Many of us that was here last week, we went to Pastor Chris, Chris's uh, church over there at Reservoir. Awesome folks. And I met Chris several years ago. And he's always had the same attitude. Whatever you need for the kingdom. And I thought about giving and doing. Last year when we couldn't go uh, come to our church here due to the seafood festival, we called him. And he says, man, that's great. Matter of fact, why don't you preach? Wow. See, that's a privilege because you, you guard this thing right here because you've been working all your life to, to make sure everybody's on the same sheet. And you get somebody coming here and they say one thing, you're going to start over again. Right? But he says, hey, why don't you come and preach? I said, man, that'd be wonderful. So this time we came around and we saw him at the Mexican restaurant and said, hey man, we'd like to come worship with you. We don't have to do anything, whatever like that. He said, man, that'd be great. 
And we didn't know what we were going to do or anything else like that. And I was in the hospital with my mom all week. And, and Tanya called, called Chris and said, hey, uh, it would just be real good if we could kind of just take it all in. He said, I got you covered. So when we got there, they had another church, right? Had another church meeting there with us. And uh, I thought it was really good. And he gave that guy opportunity to preach. That guy, Rob, did a great job. He did a great job. And so getting back to this, uh, God's revealing himself as we give to others, right? And I just thought that's a perfect example. It wasn't about their church. It wasn't about him. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. They even took up an offering for the other churches. And you don't see that everywhere. And I've always, I, I, I always say, they say, man, what, what's, what's so cool? About? I said, he's so kingdom minded. It's not about his part of the pie, his, his spoke in the wheel. It's about anything else to make that wheel turn for Jesus. And that, to me, that's, I hope that people see that in us. I hope people say, hey, you know what? We, you know what? Come as you are. Come what's going on. This is what's going on here. You know? Ah, I got a story on that, but I'm going to hold off, man. I tell you, the Lord's been moving on some stories this week because you know why? He's always large and in charge. And I said, you know, he opened up his, his church, he opened up the pulpit, uh, all these things. And I said, he did that so others could know the one true God. That's beautiful. That's just awesome. So kingdom-minded. When I think about kingdom-minded, I wrote this. Christ is always revealed through kingdom-minded folks. Always revealed through kingdom-minded folks. And I thought, man, isn't that so true? What do you mean by it? When we put the needs and best interests of everybody else before our own, Christ's character comes through. And it's alive in us for others to see. You know? Think about this. What did Jesus say in the garden? Not my will, but your will be done. And I love this right here. I was pulling through some scriptures. And this is Isaiah 43, 12. It says, I have revealed and saved and proclaimed. I am not some foreign God. Notice that's a little G among you. You are my witness, declares the Lord. That I am God. We are God's witness to the world. Amen. Now don't beat yourself down because you missed the mark. Because we all do. And I'll say it every week. Preach it to myself. Work first. But you know what? He says that we're his witnesses. And we witness in the power of the Holy Spirit. So you know what? We need to continue to fill up on him. I wrote this down. And, and I, uh, I, I used it in one of my Facebook quotes. Maybe this, this week or this morning. And God showed me this. When Christ is revealed to us, the next step is that he should be revealed through us. And I said, man, Lord, that's so true. When, when we meet Jesus, I don't know about you. I can't. I got to tell somebody. I got to tell somebody about how good God is. And the Lord help you if you get on the elevator because you're going to know Jesus. You know, when I go to the hospitals, man, I think, man, this is, uh, were you going up? I said, where are you going? I'll go with you. I don't care if I got to ride all the way up to the top, ride back down because I got him there. You know, and I don't put them in the chicken wing for Jesus, you know. But you know what? I understand this. Most of the time when you're going in and out of the hospital, there's a reason because something's going on with you or one of your family or one of your friends. And I always pray, Lord, that their hearts are soft to hear your message of the saving grace of glory. And see, that's that's a good, fertile place to throw a seed of God's goodness. Amen. So don't miss those opportunities. Because God is good. And what did I say? When Christ is revealed to us, the next step is that he should be revealed through us. Somebody say amen there. All right. Well, let's keep on rolling. The next thing he was speaking to my heart about this week was relate. So how does God relate to us? And I put God relates to us through grace. Aren't you glad? He relates to us 
through grace, through the person of Lord Jesus Christ. Right. That's how we're saved by grace, through faith. God doesn't beat us into believing him. I'm going to just stop there for a minute. Have you ever been somewhere? I've, I've seen it out here. They have a guy on, on, a, on a little soapbox and he's saying, man, you're going to hell. You're doing this and all this. I'm thinking, well, gosh, let me just run over here. I want what he has. You know, I'm going, what? I'm like taking the back roads. You know, golly, does anybody here, did anybody here ever have a problem understanding that we're sinners? I didn't. I had a mirror, man. I understand that. What I didn't know is the connection was Christ to get me from where I was to where I need to go. And guess what? That's a done deal when I put my faith in Jesus. Do I still have to walk the journey? Does he still have to adjust a few things in my life? Do I still have to kind of ask for forgiveness and get back in the game? Every day. Every day. But I know who to go to. Because you know what? He relates to us through his grace. Amen. All right. Here's a big question. How do you, gotta make it personal, how do you relate to God? You know, do you just grab the gift and walk away? I'm saved, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, yeah, man, I prayed a prayer, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to heaven now and I'm out. You know, whatever, let's just keep it going. Or, you know, uh, it's just so much more than that. It's God himself that we encounter. That's what I pray when people come, that they encounter God. They just don't say, oh, oh, buddy's talking or the music is great. That you encounter the living God, the one true living God. There's something said here that the Holy Spirit takes it and quickens it in your heart. And you go, man, have you ever been in church? And I hope so right here. And you go, man, he's talking right to me. Right? Talking right to me. Guess what? That's not me. That's God speaking to you. That's God taking his word and going right where you need it in your heart and say, you know what? I'm going to touch that. I'm going to heal that. We need to change that. I want, to, I want you to, to be forgiven of that. I want to bring healing to that. That's God working. Amen. That's God working. So how do you relate to God? And I look at this. I said, now think about this. We now have the privilege in right standing to be side by side our Heavenly Father. Bold confidence and blessing because of Christ. Man, you ready for this? You ready for another story? Let me tell you, ministry... Is not nine to five. Ministry is every moment, whether you're awake or not, to do that. And it started out real early a couple times this week for me. I got a, a, a message. And a friend of mine said, hey, look, my wife's not doing very good. Can you come by? I said, yeah, sure, man. You let me know. Sooner is better. Because I want to make sure every opportunity that the person that's having a tough time knows the one true living God. Amen. And so I went... And uh, my friend's wife was, was, she's not doing real well. And the, all the family was there. And our prayer as a ministry team, when I'm praying, I'm calling. I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. I'm talking to Tanya. Tell Tim to pray about it. You know, the family's praying. I said, look, dad's going over here. I want you guys to pray about this, you know. And uh, so I'm going. Because you never know what you're going to walk into. If you want to go into something that you want things, nuts and bolts and A's and B's and C's, this is not it, okay. Because it changes all the time. You know why? Because we're all so unique. And that's, that's okay. That's cool. So I get there. And I spend some time with my friends. And they got a grandson about 19 or 20. And I'm talking to him. And I'm talking. And he breaks out the guitar. Get the jam a little bit. And we're just eating chicken and talking. And talking about Jesus. And then I see the doorway come open. And this young man starts asking me more about the Lord. And more about the Lord. And I said, well, let me tell you how good God is. 
He says, you know, I, I told my friends the other day, I need to, uh, I called them up and said, I, I want to go to church with you. I said, I think that's great. I said, but you know what? Jesus will show up on your front porch if you ain't careful. He said, really? I said, yeah, let me tell you how good he is. And I commenced to tell him, ripping the dollar and walking through, you know, what God's done and how sin separates us and everything else. And I said, what will keep you from calling on the name of the Lord today? He said, nothing. And he did, amen. Now, let me tell you something else that, you know, you probably wouldn't want to put on the church gazette. When he was sitting there, he didn't get cleaned up. You know what he did? He set his beer down and he got saved. Now, that's powerful, true. If you think about that for a minute, that's, that's, that's a powerful thing. To just say, well, you know, what did, what did you say? He loves me. I mean, look at me. What? He'll take me right where I am? Yes, he will. I want that. See, let me tell you, a lot of times we get all wrapped around the wheel trying to clean the fish. Oh, Kathy, you can't do that, can you, son? If anybody could do it, you could do it, but I don't think we could do it. <laughs> but, you know, and, and so that's the, that's the case. And I thought, what a beautiful story to see God's grace and how God relate, relates to us. So how do we relate to God? Well, why does it make a difference? Why does it make a difference how we relate to God? Because the way you relate to God can either encourage others or discourage others to seek him. You know, do others want what you have? You remember I talked about a different situation when the guy's out there beating and, and clanging his Bible and just telling me everything that's wrong in my life? I'm thinking, yeah, I know that. I want to know what's right in my life. I want to know what I need to do to make my life right. And what I found out is it wasn't what I needed to do. It's what God already did. I just need to receive it. So it makes a big difference. You know what? I didn't say, well, you know what? You get all cleaned up and you do this and you brush your teeth and you come on down to, to nine uh, Cedar Lane and we'll talk about it. No. No. I said, you know what? You got to show up right here. And I love my friends, man. And, and, and it's so funny. When we get, <laughs> I should have put this in here. We get down where I grew up at. Uh, you know, Justin gets a kick out. He says, man, dad. Those stories are true. I go, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Now, let me just share this. You just might be a redneck, right? If you take a high, powerful, eight-cylinder, 327 engine with two carburetors and put it on your lawnmower. I got the picture. He goes, well, before you leave, I want to show you something. <laughs> I go, what? And I go, that's cool. He goes, yeah, my mom's 86. She cuts the grass. I said, do not put that woman in this thing. He said, no, we're not going to do that. But is that? And he goes, and it runs too. And I was like, I bet it does. You know? And he said, well, well, what does that have to do with anything? Just real people in real life enjoying one another. Doing what they, let me tell you, this thing was a masterpiece. You don't stick a big engine on, on where you had an eight horsepower and you got 327 cubic inches of motor. I mean, it's got haters. It had dual carburetors. I'm thinking... Man, you could cut like Fox Hill like three minutes with this thing, you know? And, and I just love that because, you know what? Real people. Real people going through real things, real stuff, being who they are. Opening their house up to you, opening their, their lives up to you, and sharing what they, they say, man, that's cool. And I thought, man, that, that's awesome. You know? Some people would just say, that's crazy. I thought, man, that is so cool. That's really cool. So we're going to try to do that this summer. But uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Uh -huh. 
Yes, indeed. So why does it make a difference? Why does it make a difference how you relate to God? Because people will see that and people know if you're for real or not. People know if you're for real or not. And you know what? People respond to real. They don't respond to plastic. You know what I'm talking about? If you go, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, okay, yeah. You know what? How you doing? You know, a lot of times, have you ever asked somebody how they're doing? And before they get around the corner and they go, they ain't even heard what you said. You know? But I'm going to tell you what. It makes a difference when you care. It makes a difference when you reflect in Christ. It makes a difference when you love others. Amen? Let's keep on rolling here. So how do you relate when you blow it? I thought about another story. How many know if you're at work and they're going to have a, a, a boss position come up, a, 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 you know, a supervisor position. Nobody likes somebody to have, get a supervisor from the outside because surely they wouldn't know anything about their job. Amen. All right. Flip the coin. Nobody wants somebody that's working side by side with them to get the job either. You see what I'm saying? Guess who got a job? Right? I got a job. This is years ago. And they made me a supervisor. And I work with these guys, and I'm the youngest. Right? So I'm just trying, I'm trying to promote the team. Let's just do the team thing, you know? And you know, so you ask for input, but everybody's got a different input. And that's cool. Everybody should have some input. But the bottom line is, you're going to have to make the decision. And you got these guys here, and, and they got different decisions. You're going to have to make the decision, and somebody's not going to like it. I remember very clearly when I had to make a decision. And nobody liked it. And I thought, you know what? I have been over backwards to try to just keep this thing smooth. I'll try to be Christ-like. I was just going through my mind. All this is going through my mind. And they walked out of this place and I go, I can't believe it. I thought I was the only one in there. <laughs> and my buddy walked up to me and I felt that hand go, Chuk-tung. oh, how long have you been here? He goes, well, buddy, I'm glad to see you're human. I said, what? He said, you just do what you got to do. I said, man, I'm so sorry I blew my cool with that. He said, God, I forgive you. I already did myself. Don't worry about it. And he walked off and he never told nobody. He never said nothing. He never did nothing. He blessed me. I mean, I tell you what, I was so mad. You know why I was so mad? I was so mad that I let them get me so mad. I thought, why did I let them get me so mad? Does that make sense? I mean, I was just, I mean, I left tables and I was like, boom, and everything went, shoo, 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 shoo. I thought, that hurt. That was not good. And now, I got an audience, <laughs> you know? So, how does that all tie in about relating to stuff? How do we relate when we blow it? And I, and I thought about that. Well, I have to look at God for who he is. You know? I have to receive the forgiveness that he gives. And I have to be able to relate to the love that he has for me. I want you to hear that. When you blow it, receive the forgiveness that God gives. Be able to relate to the love that he offers from us so that I can reflect him to others that I walk with side by side. Amen. I want to give you all something to write down. This is not for me. I, I read it and, and I put it in my own words, but I, I believe that it's uh, something that will bless you. All right. And I come across this and I said, boy, isn't that true? Just like with that story. I said, we have to stop looking at what others have done to us. 
and start looking at what Christ has done for us. We'll read that again. We have to stop looking at what others have done to us and start looking at what Christ has done for us. Amen. Amen. But there's more. Amen. How do we reflect that? How do we reflect that? The truth is, I don't reflect real good on my own. I need the Holy Spirit to buff me up and help me shine. So I thought about a few things. Lord, help us to be a mirror of Christ. Ask the Lord for wisdom, strength, and patience for others to see Christ in you. That's what, that's what my desire is. But the truth is, a lot of times we just get wore down. Well, I'm getting filled up today. Are we getting filled up today on what God's done? We need help, amen? Lord, help me to reflect back on all you've done. And I wrote this, I said, looking back is not a bad thing if you're pulling the positive from it. And there's much good in what God's done, amen? Now, if you look back and you find everything wrong and bring that on in, you're going to have yesterday's lunch over and over and over and over. But if you look back and you find the positive is where God worked in that, how somebody put your, put their, your, uh, uh, gave you some confidence, just like when I blew it. I was thinking at that minute, I sure wish nobody was in here. But I probably wouldn't be telling you the story now. I was thankful that somebody said, hey, man, look, it's all right. Hey, man, I know you got a lot on your plate. Hey, it's okay. Let's just keep going with God. I don't even think, I don't even think he said 30 seconds worth of stuff to me. But he said it out of love. And it, it changed everything. It changed the way that I, I, I do my job. It changed the way that I, I, I deal with people. And sometimes I think back to that. I was like, well, man, somebody just speaking a little bit of positive stuff. said, hey, man, you know, you, you, you don't have to be perfect. Just do the best you can. Wow. But you know what? We do know the one who is perfect. So let's follow him the best we can. Amen. Let's keep on on here. Lord, help me to be a light in the darkness, dark of the world. In this dark world. Man, speak life. Live life. Give life. Express his grace and mercy to others so they will receive, see the reflection of his love in you and through you. In you and through you. And this last thing I want to share with you right here before we go any further. Lord, let us reflect on your perfect sacrifice that you gave for us. And today I pray that we reflect on this perfect sacrifice. There's not a day that goes by that I can't help reflecting on that perfect sacrifice. Because guess what? I need that perfect sacrifice. But you know what? He gave it once. Right? And when he comes back, he's not going to die on the cross again. Right? Because he is risen. When he comes back, he's going to bring us all with us. With him, man. And so what I want you to hear today is that you know what? As we go through different things, as we have God revealed to us, what are you going to do with that? When we have God relate to us in love, how, what are you going to do with that? And then lastly, how are you going to reflect that? How does God reflect himself to you? Now, I want to talk a little bit here. Today, we're going to do communion, and I'm going to explain that in just a minute. But the first thing I want you to know is this. He gave that perfect sacrifice. And that perfect sacrifice is available to all who call upon the name of Jesus. Everyone. Whether you're sitting on the front porch swing, scratching your head. If you're here today, you're not here by accident. Okay. You know, today's the day for you to be here. But I want you to know, if you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus, today's your day. Today's your day. 
You say, well, how do you do that? I mean, I believe that, buddy. How do I do that? And you say, well, buddy, you said the same thing every week. Because it doesn't change because there's one way, right? I'm just telling you the truth. Call on the name of Jesus. And it could be as simple as this. Lord, I need you. Forgive me of my sin. I'm putting my faith and trust in you for what you've done. And I, I'm, I'm going I'm to live that life with you. Lord, help me. If that's your prayer today, hey, pray it from your heart. If you want me to pray with you, I'll pray with you. Don't leave here today unchanged from what God will do for you. Amen. That's why we're here. Right? We want God to do the work in our hearts, right? Or we wouldn't be here. That's why I'm here. I want God, God, reveal yourself to me. Show me, show me how to relate to others. Lord, how do you relate to me? He relates to me and you and everyone through the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ out of love, grace, and mercy. So I pray today you receive his forgiveness. Amen. Now, secondly, I want you to think about this. How do I relate to others? You know? I pray today as we go into a time of communion, I'm going to share a little bit about that. Um, that we take a minute to reflect on our hearts, okay? You know, the Bible tells us this. It says, do this in remembrance of me. And I want to talk a little bit about the Lord's Supper. We call it the Lord's Supper or communion. And it's really, it's a, it's a representation symbolizing the death of Jesus Christ, his sacrifice for us. That's why we, we rolled it right in with that, that sacrifice. And it reminds us of that, how much he loved us, that he laid down his life for us. And that his word is true and he's coming back for us, amen. And you know, we, we talk about a lot of different things and we get a lot of different calls and we see a lot of different people hurting. But I'm going to tell you what, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. And so it reminds us of the great salvation. And I want you to hear this. In the complete work of Christ who forgives all the sin. So today, I pray that we celebrate this through communion. Now I want to talk to you about communion a little bit. We do an open communion. What does that mean, buddy? That means if you believe Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, partake. Okay? So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask Bonnie and Mike to come up and help us with this. And we're going to go ahead and pass these out. I'm going to give you all a little, little uh, inside scoop on these things here. First, we're going to take the bread and, and we'll take that together. And I want to just take a few minutes and reflect. I'm going to read a little scripture. And these things are a little tricky, okay? I don't want nobody to panic on this thing because I'm up here and going, man, I can't get it. If you just move this back and forth a little bit and peel the top piece off, you can get the, the bread wafer out and hold that and then you can tear the rest off for the juice and we'll go through that. And um, I'm going to ask Mike if he would just pray over that. And then we're going to pass him out. And then what we'll do is um, we'll wait till everybody got there, got that, and then um, I'm going to share a little scripture. And time's going to play a beautiful song for you guys. Listen to these words. Look in your heart. I'm going to ask Mike to pray for us, and we'll pass them out. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you so much uh, for your love and for your son, Jesus, Father, the sacrifice he made so we can forgive us of our sins. Father, we just thank you for these um, elements that we take now, Father, that represent this uh, death, burial, resurrection, Father.
says this, verse 23 he says, for I have received from the Lord what I also passed on to you this is the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you, do this in remembrance of me let's take it Lord and the Bible says in the same way after supper he took the cup saying, this is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it and remember to me. For whenever you eat and drink this, whenever you eat the bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's take it, Jesus.
pastor of a beautiful Savior. I got one more thing to give you before we go. If you're looking up on the screen, for those that are not here, got a picture of a motorcycle on a rearview mirror. And it's got three crosses in there, and it says, Objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. And somebody sent that to me a while back on one of my Facebook pages. So I, I sent that to my motorcycle riding buddies. And a, and a very wise friend of mine wrote this. It's all about the man in the middle. Remember right now, Grayson? That's been months back. And I thought about that. I said, you're right, bro. It's all about the man in the middle. And I, I want to bring that home with this. Going back to our Psalm 7115. Said, I will tell everyone about your righteousness all day long. I will proclaim your saving power. Though I am not skilled with words. I go back to this. I thought it was a pretty skillful word. It's all about the man in the middle. Give the Lord a hand clap. <laughs> I have one more thing to share. We're going to send you out with a song. I said, side by side, day after day, we each have a choice to reveal his love, to relate his forgiveness, and reflect his grace to others along the way. The time is closer than we think, amen? The time is closer than we think. Let's make a difference, amen? We're gonna